Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. We are back. Uh, last week something came up and had to uh, weren't able to record. Um, and we're doing something a little weird right now, as it's currently the two man power trip of uh, yours truly, Joseph Lessel, alongside here with the the model, the human in wrestling database, Corey Mack. Yeah, and you know, I feel really bad for my contemporaries, Musse and Mansois. Well, they signed with WWE, I signed with No So, and well, I still have a, I still have an account, I still have a job. So, way to go, you know. Um, I chose right. That's all there was to it. Yeah, you had to pick two options, and you know, I took I, far less no. money, and but got a bag <laughs> of peanut M and M's. You know, the peanut M and M's, the hot dog. Pay and handshake and all that jazz, you know, while they offered you probably, you know, you know 10 figures would, or more, you know, six feet, you know, all that jazz. And you're like, you know what? I want the hot dogs and, you know. You know what? I went grassroots, buddy. That's what I did. Uh, and that, so that's, that's why you're a scholar and a gentleman. Uh, the the marquee, Mr. Mike Booble, is running a little late. And here, tag on whenever he uh, decides to join us. <laughs> what is he, Mr. Perfect and Survivor Series 93? <laughs> I got to go raise Ramon. No, Yo, no, he's, he's such a he's such a perfect partner. He tag out before the match even starts. He will be like um Carlito, just showing up at the last minute. Is he gonna be gassed five minutes in? He'll be gassed and you know they're gonna ruin his theme music and change oh it my and God. Yeah, talk talk about a net negative. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. Okay, like... cool. Yeah, he's gonna pull a Carlito. That's a that's a much better pool. Yeah, I uh once once they change his theme music, I'm like, and I'm out. Yep. Thank thank you literally, for showing up, but I'm out. Literally five seconds into his return, I'm like, I'm out. One hundred percent. The dude was a the dude was I mean he's a talented guy, but he was a theme song. That's pretty much what he yeah. did. <laughs> I spit in the face of people that's cool. And then it's like it starts with like, you know why? You know I'm what's cool. cool? Like, you know why I'm cool? And I'm like, and I don't care anymore why you're Yep, cool. you done run it, buddy. But uh, since we didn't record last week, we had a lot of talk about this week. We got a uh, Russell Dream and what we thought. So we have a uh, No Mercy for NXT. We got Fastlane. But first, we're gonna be talking about Pow Pro Wrestling's Bumping the Nights Part Two: Dig Your Own Grave, Dig Your Grave, which uh, you can get tickets now. You don't want to miss out. It is this week. It is on. This week, Friday the thirteenth. Get it? No, and not. What a perfect. In, what a perfect day for a perfectly themed event. Yeah. You couldn't. You couldn't do it better. Yeah, you can get your tickets now at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com or powerprowrestling.com or the Eventbrite app and look up power Look for Power Pro, Pro Wrestling. That's a lot to say really fast. But let's uh, preview this upcoming show shall we yeah let's uh for you fine folks that'll be attending let's give you the rundown i unfortunately will not be there as uh scheduling conflicts have have kicked me in the in the in the knackers Mm -hmm. uh but it's gonna be a hell of a show guys this looks good yep uh we have uh kikio and eliza true taking on uh Oh my goodness, that hard to read sometimes. Uh Murphy Madsen and uh Izzy McQueen. Yeah, I was I'm looking 
You know what? If I was there, I'm looking forward to seeing the young. I'm all about young blood, not new blood. No, uh, Joe, we went through that phase. WCW, baby. We went through that phase and that's gone. But uh, I'm all about the young blood. Right now, I'm watching a match with five young folk in it. Uh, so I'd, I'd be interested to see how, uh, what'd you say her name was? Amanda True? Eliza. Andrea True? Eli- Eliza. No, no, no. How do you like me? How do you like me? Uh, yeah, I want to see how she does. Relatively yeah. young in the career. Uh, yeah, should be uh, really interesting. You know, they're doing the Izzy and uh, Kikio feud, and Murphy gets involved with the uh, at the uh, the art of the popcorn topia show. They uh, cheap pops, oh, and they uh, Murphy and Kikio went one on one. So. Uh, you know, add on that storyline, you know, continue the storyline there. We got uh, Amira taking on Sandra Moon. She's returning. All right, she's good. I like, I like Sandra Moon. I like Amira's a, a force. That's a, a force to be reckoned with. So I like it. We, uh, yeah, yeah, it should be, you know, Amira is, you know, getting better and better each show and you know sandra's good so should be hell of a match between the two we got uh la bruja abigail warren returning to taking on your fellow model charlie avail as long as there's no punches to the face i'm fine with it be a good match no need to disfigure my fellow my fellow model, uh, La Brujas, she's pretty good. Uh, they bring it. It'll be a good match, but I think my my fellow model, Charlie Avell, he, of course, will uh, prevail. They should really just do, like, the show the video or, you know, of Anchorman of, all right, you know the rules. Don't yeah. touch in the face. <laughs> we have... Um, the Academy, they they would be grading the tag team division. Good. We, we, we need to see where people rank in the tag division. What better way than to have an academic break it down? Tire, you know, As long as it's not Dean Douglas, I'm fine with it. Just don't do the Dean Douglas route, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's no Dean. No, just specifically Dean Douglas. <laughs> just no Dean Douglas. No, just not. Yeah. <laughs> please, just no Dean. If If... You know, we we you can return anybody back, but just not Dean. Yeah, I'm fine with it, but not Dean Douglas. Um, in the uh, by the way, uh, in the pre-show we have the Empire Suite as a uh, with Caden Cassidy and their special guest would be Jonas. As they probably talking about as the six-man tag. As long as the Empire talks, it'll be interesting. But whatever Jonas talks, I I would just. Blank, you know, I would just blank out. It'd be like the Peanuts teacher talking. It'd be like you zone out. You're like, what just happened? Where am I? Yeah, right. uh, you you missed the whole show, dude. That's what happens when I listen to jokes. <laughs> also in the pre-show, by the way, uh, we have the uh, returning of Marcus Ericks as he's taking on uh, newcomer Joey Thornton. All right, another newcomer. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. 
Um, also, uh, if people want, uh, as they should, is uh, there's a ten dollar entry at intermission, but there's a Halloween contest going on, as you can, uh, you know, come out with your best costume and see uh, if you can win. Because there's three, there's uh, three prizes. First prize, you get a lunch with your favorite wrestler at the next event. The second prize will be front row at the next show. And then third prize is you get the fee, a free VIP at the next event. So yeah, yeah. see, I would. That's another reason I won't be attending because I would win. I, I would. I would use my Akeem the African Dream costume <laughs> and just shuffle all around the building. And there's no way I would lose that shit. Do you? Do, if you're shuffling the whole time, do you need a ticket? Like, cause you just move around <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I'm not in a seat. I'm just fucking jiving everywhere. <laughs> sir, I'm trying to enjoy my pizza. Don't mind if I do. Like, sir, get away <laughs> from me, please. Just take a piece while I'm walking. Oh, yeah. You, you just take a pepperoni. <laughs> just take a, don't mind if I do. It's like, what are you doing, sir? You know. Extra points if, extra points if during intermission they just play Jive Soul Bro on the uh, fucking system the whole time. <laughs> Sir, why are you taking my crust? Don't worry about that. Move along. <laughs> Move along, my man. <laughs> Ooh, too slow. <laughs> uh, that'll be amazing. I don't. I think you can just get in for free. Just walk in, diving <laughs> in. Like, all right, we know what this guy's doing the whole time. It's part of the we show, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, we have a uh, our next match is we have a fatal four way. For the Wrestling with Regret YouTube Championship, as Good Brother Levi is to has to defend it against uh, Chris Brady, Sonico, and Alan Angels, the debuting Alan Angel. Dude, this is gonna be a good match, dude. Um, but I have to believe that Good Brother Levi is going to uh, is going to overcome these this obvious attempt to screw him out of his title. Hard, right. hard fought, hard won title, by the way. Yeah, that, that was like one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen. So, you like, know, just, it's, you know, it's not going to work. He's going to win, so it doesn't matter. All right. You know, hard fought, you know, Alan Angel's killing it on the Indies, being his dickish, dickish persona. Oh, yeah, he's such a dick. So, um, I'm excited for that match. I think that could be my match of the night going into it. There's a one later on that uh, I don't know if it'll be match of the night, but it's the one I'm most interested in. Okay. Uh, our next match is a $10,000 street fight uh, with the Jarmy of Jonas and two mystery opponents, uh, partners for him, uh, taking on the super aces of the Flaming Aces and Jaden. It all depends on who the mystery men are. Uh, is one of them going to be Carlito? It could be, and he'll just show up late, you know, again. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if the powers that be has the rights to his old theme music or, you know, for something. He should win. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you got to think the, the super flaming aces are going to win this because you don't even know who. Like, can can the Jarmy come up with two guys worth a damn? It is that dude, Jonas, so. I he's always ha- he always he, he yeah he always yeah. you're just gonna zone out what happened where am I why <laughs> sir you, Corey you've been standing there jiving the whole time you didn't move you're right my brother 
<laughs> they dove over you. <laughs> you did nothing. <laughs> you stood there and just jived. For the uh, POW Tag Team Championships, it's those, uh, you know, Hammer Brothers. Yeah. Take it on the Workhorsemen. This is the match I'm most intrigued in, brother, because I, I do like me, the Workhorsemen, a great deal. And um, I'm hoping that uh, they uh, they take care of this scourge on us and and defeat these these tainted Hammer Brothers to win the yep. tag belts. There's cheaters. You know, we want them, you know. We need some, you know, new fresh meat tag champs. You know, they've been these yeah. these hammer brothers have been cheating this whole time, and you know, and we need we, better, we need rid of it. We need we need uh, just we need some, true champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, pardon my ignorance. You guys wouldn't be talking about No Entertainment's favorite tag team, the Hammer Brothers, would you? Mean? You know, I think you planned this to run in late, and then you just know we were to be talking about uh, the hammers all of a sudden. Your, hey. your hammer, your hammer uh, tingled. The bat signal went out. Heard people talking shit about the Hammer Brothers. Couldn't I couldn't put up with that. God damn it! I've told you're, you. You're... When it comes to the hammers, I have a very simple process. Sledge, no. Jack, no. <laughs> Greg, yes. <laughs> Who would Greg ever beat? Uh, lots of people. Name one. For, uh, well, Tito Santana. Well, there's that. Hi, plus Mr. Google. Plus in the 90s when his hair got really long, he looked like uh, your typical uh, lesbian uh, high school gym coach. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we never saw Greg Valentine and uh, Rosie O'Donnell in the same place at the same time. That's a good point. God damn it. That means he was in the Flintstones. That's a great movie. You watch your mouth. That was not a great movie. I remember the <laughs> when I went and saw it live, the the film broke halfway through and the crowd cheered. I mean, it's better than Babe. Okay, well, yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's for sure. That's true. See, is he a better Fred Flintstone than Babe Ruth? Yeah, he's a better Fred Flintstone than Babe Ruth. Although I I must admit I've probably seen the movie Babe at least four times. I prefer not on pig. purpose, mind you. Not on purpose, mind you. Just it happened <laughs> to be on TV or something at the time. I'm like, oh, what the hell? And you were out of cocaine or heroin at that time? You had nothing else to do? Well, a couple uh, a couple of those times were at least in the mid-90s when we only had like, you know, 30 channels. And you were like, well, fuck. I guess I'm watching babe. It's, it was TBS on a Saturday. You're like, morning. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Oh, I guess. I guess I'm watching it. Was that or whatever the hell was on PBS at 6 a.m.? Right. Um, then the, uh, last match we, uh, is the main event. It's a casket match for the pal heavyweight championship as it'd be Zicky Dice defending it against Drexel. How fitting that a coffin match the month of October on Friday the 13th. It's, it's kismet. It's perfect. Uh, however, uh, my man, it's, it's going to be an outlandish victory. Hard fought, no doubt, but an outlandish victory for the, the rightful champions that he does. I, can the devil be buried? Uh, no, not for long. Hmm. Seems like a loophole. 
if we don't get any uh like Friday the thirteenth movie references in this night, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, I, I I assume you know Well um, what would you what would you like to have them do, Joe? Well someone's head getting chopped off. It'd be fine. I mean that's that's extreme. <laughs> yeah. Definitely during the Hammer Brothers match. First of all, how dare you? The union well, would, would not allow such atrocities. Well, uh, tell uh, since he wasn't here, Corey, tell Mr. Booble what your uh, what your costume would be if you were if you were able to go. Oh, uh, if I were lucky enough to be going, it was going to be Akeem the African Dream. Uh, I was just going to look like that giant that giant Easter egg jiving across the uh, the, the the fucking place all day. <laughs> oh yeah. That's but that's the way he didn't have to pay for a seat. It's just because yeah, tech, technically I'm not using one. I'm just jiving the whole way. Oh yeah. Is that like a is that like secret admission? You have to you have to jive the whole thing. Yep. That's how I get my steps in. I just like all right, Joe. Me. Joe, then hear me out. I have a loophole for us. Got Spirit it. Squad. Every show. Like hey, wait, every show. Every show. Oh, Mikey. Yeah. Joey. <laughs> Do we do Daddy. we change? Yeah, do we do we change names every time, or is it we're, we're the same guy every week? No, you you guys, it's Mikey and Joey and Debbie yeah. and Zinny. Uh, oh, this is this is gold right here. But then then but then you're just Corey, so it's just like. Oh no, I'm Akeem. I'm Akeem. Oh, Akeem. Akeem. <laughs> you fucked the rhyme scheme up. <laughs> and then there's Mod, but there be yeah, and then there's Akeem. Mod. But no, another good, another good solid ass card for Palpo Wrestling. Yep. It'll be a fantastic show, no doubt. Hit them again, up with the teeth. Yep. Again, get your tickets now since this upcoming week. Uh, got go go to palprowrestling.com or uh, eventbrite.palprowrestling.eventbrite.com or the Eventbrite app and look for Palpro Wrestling or nosoentertainment.com where you get all those tickets. Get your tickets now. They got 15 front row and stage seats left. You don't want to miss out. Get your tickets now. Like right now. God damn, guys. Joe. Yo. I now I now see why you you Uramura wanted to stay in impact. They Uh, they threw him into just five guys in New Japan. Yeah, I I saw that earlier. I I, I think I'd have stayed in impact too. Are we beyond so, five guys now? I was gonna say, so like, how many guys is it that's like the big ten when there's seventy-five teams? Well, no, no, one guy turned on him and joined House of Torture, so they needed a guy. Oh, so it was just four guys. So now it was, it's five. So it was, yeah, I was down to four for a while. Now it's back to just five guys. Okay. If Interesting. I had, I'm thrilled. I'd be like, yeah. my God, great, awesome. So I, I I saw like someone made a showed a photo of him like joining and it's just him standing there and I'm like it was just like the perfect facial expression I'm like yep I'm here now <laughs> he looks dead inside like how bad does your career placement have to be in that group if staying in Impact was by far the preferable deal right mm. so uh, since we. Uh, did talk about last week. Uh, we can talk about uh, AEW's Russell Dream and what are you know what we thought of it. But before, I want to bring some stuff up, some smaller uh, AEW news leading into Russell Dream. First, uh, Adam Cole is going to be gone for hey, a while. 
Thank you. He's going to be gone for a while as he uh, parkoured off uh, the stage and sh- I guess shattered his ankle. I'm confused, though. Why are they waiting so long to do the surgery? Right. I that shit was three weeks ago. Uh, maybe he was just getting, like, multiple opinions. Maybe. Well, because it was first, like, because of what happens later on the week at was it the week after yeah week after you know we get the we we get a jay white mjf confrontation and then at the end of the show we see uh jay white being attacked by a group of i think five guys <laughs> see what did there hey and hold on just five guys was it just five guys <laughs> it might have been just five guys and then I we get um then the camera pans and there's the devil's mask that mjf wears so then all of social media blows up that this injury by Adam Cole's fake, that it could be Adam Cole behind all this. I mean, that seems like a bit far to go, like to fake a broken in three places ankle, but shit, I guess. I mean, right. it's the wrestling business. Anything's possible. You can't say he's not dedicated. I'll just shatter my ankle in nine places. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. Because, because the, because, yeah, because, you know, he was limping around, so everyone's like, okay. And then Britt Baker posted photos of his, you know, foot being, in, you know, swelled up like galore. And then we have reports coming out that it's but going so, to be in, yo. The the, uh, the the skeptics out there will tell you that that was a picture of somebody's ankle. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew that would be a thing. Um, <laughs> was it? And then... Nerf? No, Nurk was the other direction. <laughs> um, I just wish they'd go full on BS and it'd be like a horse's hoof. Yeah. <laughs> it's a um, hand. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Then, yeah, so then they post the foot and then like him on Twitch saying that like his foot shattered in two, like three places and he needs like two surgeries to put a plate in and all the other stuff. So it's like. You know, I don't want to see the video, uh, but when that happens, you know, then there is, you know, I, I mean, everybody likes Adam Cole. Seems like a good dude. He's a really good wrestler. He is fragile as fuck, man. You can't put trust in him. All he did was jump off the fucking stage to the floor. Like his body hates him. Talk about unlucky. Jesus, man. It's like every time like WWE tried to push Daniel Bryan and he just got hurt. Like in yeah. the most inexplicable ways. You're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. Good old JR sent me a text the other day when it happened. He's like, I feel like he, he needs to go back to WWE because he never got th- this bad hurt. <laughs> like he didn't get hurt like this all the time there. But, uh, who do you guys think may be in the devil's mask? Because freaking people had to look up the last show, the last show, you know, uh, like Twitter exclusive footage of them talking. And then there's the devil mask in Adam Cole's locker. So that's when the conspiracy theory just like exploded. Hmm. The producer and I thought it, you know, it, is it a coincidence that, on this last week's show that um, Max Caster got involved with MJF backstage. 
Hmm. Well, they didn't. I don't know. They've had a Twitter thing going on for like a year. That I I know that, but you know, it's um, just like it's, huh, it's weird that they're putting that on TV now. What if? I mean, this isn't gonna be it, but I'm just thinking way outside the box. What if they didn't really beat up Jay White that bad? That was Bullet Club Gold trying to make you think MJF was doing. It's a possibility. Uh, so my my initial thought was that it was supposed to be Adam Cole the whole time. That was the whole storyline, and I got fucked. Well, that's what I assumed. Um, that's what I assumed. So I guess my backup plan would be the uh, Raw Anonymous General Manager. It's, it's just a laptop. <laughs> it's Hornswoggle? God damn it. I mean, it could be. Maybe I it's saw Kennedy. Some people were saying that it could be Britt Baker, you know, or like, I think, I think the end game was supposed to be Cole. Adam Cole. Like, yeah. I think they've had to pivot. And I think it's a uh, good news for one guy in particular, because I think we're going to have a new champion of full gear. Bang, bang. Yep. Oh. I think Jay White's going to win the whole damn thing. Because at this point, you kind of have to beat MJF because all reports are that he has not re-signed yet. And it's early in the year that the contract's up. So you kind of got to take the belt off him until he's re-signed. Uh, let it go. You can't have another Jade situation. Yeah. So looking good for Jay White. Uh, and I mean, I guess we'll just jump into it. To that point, that's why I didn't. Because, I mean, it's Corey's favorite trope. I don't understand, even though it was MJF, why the fuck he won that handicap match. Yeah. Uh, like, you have to beat him at some point anyway. Adam Cole's out for nine fucking months. Just beat him there. I know it was going to be Cole with that group, but, you know, you pivot. Bullet Club Gold's yeah. not a bad way to go. You could still find something else to do with Cole and those guys um, to not just fuck them completely. Plus, like, if you if you have... Uh, I was... Um, the Righteous, right? That's who beat him? Or who, yeah. who he beat. Yeah. Like, if you have MJF lose there, then it just immediately starts a storyline of, well, Adam Cole let me down. Then he just becomes the heel prick again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's easy storytelling. Without question. But he but, he yeah. beat two people. I mean, like, the match got over, and him doing the I'm going to body slam, like, he got in the crowd. I mean, he gets it. He gets how to work a crowd. So it worked, but I he should have lost. <laughs> I was listening to something the other day from somebody who has some knowledge of kind of what goes on in that company. Enzo Amore? No. And they said that uh, MJF is firmly in control of everything he does. Uh, Storylines, how the matches go, everything. And and that, that he has been the dude like, everybody thought Punk was the dude behind the scenes, kind of pushing the things. It's been MJF, even more so than Punk. Like, that guy is in complete control of every fucking thing he does. Well, two reasons for that. A, he knows what the fuck he's doing. So, you should you should let him do that. And B, what other choices does Tony have? If he, like, you know what I mean? I mean, just, well, I'm leaving then. Like, but Tony like, kind of has to play ball a little bit. But that means he should have, I mean, like, I don't know, man. You, the righteous should have won. Hundred percent should have won. So I mean that that was a mistake on his part. If he's in control of everything, which it's obvious he is. If you yeah, watch sure. the shit, 
I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure out he's in control of every fucking bit of it. That's why um, most of his stuff doesn't suck. Not all of it. Some yeah. of it's not good, but most of it's really good, and it's because he has 100%. It's not creative control, but... Uh, <laughs> I would just call it control. <laughs> control. <laughs> Brother. Brother. Um, so yeah, we, it's the, uh, you know, they didn't bring it up last week and I, you know, it's that, you know, who knows that they might do it this week because of, you know, two, the Tuesday night wars, which we'll uh, get into in a little bit. Um, so, uh, we have all that going into wrestle dream and there's some other news going into wrestle dream when that happens at the end of the show. Uh, what did you guys think of Wrestle Dream? Since it's been a couple of weeks, we won't go down uh, match for match, but uh, so I'll go first. So overall, like of the like this, essentially the previous four pay per views. Uh, so I thought Payback was the best of the group, and then I thought Wrestle Dream was next, and then fuck, all in and then all out. Yeah. I liked Wrestle Dream. I thought it was a good show. Uh, I questioned MJF beating both of them at first, but I get it as well, too. He's the world champ. You want to look strong. But, I mean, you got to get those belts off him, and he doesn't get hurt by losing against two guys. Nope. So it's an easy out. Should have been the time. I really enjoy. I liked the. the I really enjoyed. Uh, Brian and Zack Sabre. I really enjoyed uh, Swerve and, and Hangman. Uh, I thought that was really good, too. Um, and I liked Ozzy Open and FTR. Overall, yeah. I, I thought it was a good show. Uh, it was, it I would was say, like... I would say nothing was bad. Like, I can't say that. But I like the fears that I had before the show sort of played out. There was like four matches on the card that you could have just taken off because they didn't need to be there. So it just it made yeah. the show drag a little bit. But like nothing was essential. Nothing was like crazy bad. Like it was uh, like the matches that were really good were really good. Like the ones you just mentioned. Uh, and I, you know, and Christian and Darby was insane. That was so good. Absolute insanity. Those fucking. I guess you could just call them suplex slams onto the fucking stairs. Oh, uh, there, there was a fear in that in the in the household. <laughs> Jesus, especially, dude! Especially like the top rope. Like I'm like, their steps are too far. Their steps are too far away. And then like and, Christian couldn't pick him up, and so it's like, oh my well, god, what's happening? Well, no. So Christian could pick him up. He realized they were too far away and dropped him. Yeah, because he couldn't make yeah. it. And then Darby said, "No, fucking throw me on him." He was like, "Okay." Fuck that, or you know, we're doing from the, <laughs> the ape. We're doing from the apron, not the top turnbuckle. Yeah, Darby's yeah. insane. He's legitimately uh, insane. Like, uh, Christian is on the run of his career, damn near. Oh my god, it is incredible. And, and what I was thinking about, like uh, Darby, like man, he is this. He's this generation's Nick Foley, and that he does this crazy shit to his body. Seemingly without ill effect in the moment, like he just bounces up from it. But he, you know, he's not as good in the ring as McFoley, so I don't want to compare. Like, it's not fair to McFoley because McFoley was the a stunt. phenomenal worker, right? The stunts, 
The, but you the, know yeah. that just like Mick Foley was talked to, people are telling Darby, Darby, you don't have to do this shit. You really do not. Oh, how do I put it? I think <laughs> kind of like with the, the fear of Foley, I'll go a step further, though. I do not believe Darby Allen will see 45. Damn. No, he's going to do It's not going to be wrestling. Really. It's one of the things he does outside of the, I mean, because he, he does just shit in day-to-day life. Yeah. It's going to catch up to him at some point. Something's going to happen. Hopefully it doesn't, but goddamn, I don't like his chances. Uh, that dude has no fear in him. It's crazy. No, none at all. Um, I, I enjoyed the show. Um, I'm with you guys that MJF should have just lost and it's just the easy way out. Um, uh, I really enjoyed Swerve and Hangman, you know, the, the right, the right one, one, uh, Danielson and Sabre was fantastic. Um, I was like, that's my match of the night. And then the main event happened. And I was like, you know, it's the two oh, difference. That's the two different yeah, right? things. You know, it's like, the pure excellence type of match between the two of that of Saber and Danielson. You're like, Oh, what is this? And give, put it in my veins. And then just the chaos at the end of, for the main event, just like, okay, you, you swayed me on that, you know? Um, FTR, Aussie Open. Yeah. FTR, yeah, uh, Aussie Open was good for me. I liked six man was okay. You know, just the, the normality of, you know, you're, you're, it's basically what was the eight man, the four way tag team match early in the night, just with, you know, six people this time. Well, but to me, it kind of proved me right when I, when we previewed it the week before, I was like, God damn, Omega better have his working boots on on that fucking team. Oh, and he did. Woo. Doesn't, Gra- doesn't help that Guevara got a concussion, but then he was also playing a heel to his heel team. It yeah. didn't make any sense on that one. No. Why are they um, still giving I, Guevara chances when they could just use Daniel Garcia instead? Right, he's just hip thrusting away. Um, so yeah, Christian and Darby won. Uh, Christian beats Darby two one to retain the TNT Championship. Which, by the way, in the presser he said he won two zero. <laughs> he's um, not counting that. He's not counting it. Yeah, um, I like Nick Wayne turning. <laughs> yeah. If I can't beat him, join him. Yeah, I I was it's I my joke is I felt bad for the people because Nick Wayne's mom was standing out there for the whole match. I was like, great, I paid X amount of money to see the back of the head of Nick Wayne's mom. God damn, I saw some pictures of her online. Somebody posted Christian's got the right idea. Oh, I was gonna say uh, I will stare whatever part of Nick Wayne's mom I want to stare at. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, not mommy. But, before uh, we before we get going. Before yeah. it, the opening of the kickoff, where the Tony Khan's in the ring honoring Antonio Inoki with his with his grandkids, yeah, and they flash to the back and Christian's watching the TV monitor smiling. Like goddamn, he's like they're, they're like father. Christian, you can't have a mic here. You're not allowed to see. <laughs> yeah. Just smile and be like, uh huh. Well, he made him he made him pay for that on Wednesday. <laughs> Um, anyway, after the end of the match, Nick Wayne turns on, uh, Darby joins Christian. Christian gives him a good, you know, forehead, fatherly forehead kiss. Um, 
Luchasaurus comes out. It's three on one. Here comes Sting. Gets outnumbered. And then the following uh, presentation is rated, I think, uh, was it rated R? I yep. want to say, or is it like mature? And then a future uh, presentation. Yeah. As uh, one uh, Adam Copeland, Edge, debuts for AEW, comes out. We think he's going to join Christian and do the concerto on Sting. And nope, turns on Christian, his you know, brother, and uh, helps Sting out. So, guys, Adam Copeland is in AEW. Pulled a Randy Savage, Starcade 94. And it looked like he was going to join the Hills, but then does the old Pearl Harbor on him and helps the babyface brother. <laughs> Corey, I got to tell you what? this. We were, sitting, we were sitting in the house, and yep. I think the producer said, is he the third man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She did. God damn it. We, she heated it pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still stand by. Heaton was correct for saying that. Yeah. He's the third man. Uh, yeah, I liked totally... it. It was hard not to get excited. The, the crowd was really into it. He looked genuinely fucking thrilled for once. His, to be his doing anything. The the presser was pretty. He was pretty excited for as well. Like it you was could cool have, to hear the. You could it's see cool it, to hear yeah. the music that he gets to keep the music. Yeah, and I think uh, Beth is the. Uh, you think you know him? Yeah. Intro. So. I think if what's happening is going to happen, it looks like it's going to. Yeah. Because everybody says, oh, it was Jade for Edge. No, I look at it as they're trading Punk for Edge. And the both sides are getting what they need. Uh, no, Edge is not the, the, the draw that CM Punk is. Never has no. been, never will be. But no. they need a veteran who actually wants to be there and actually wants to do the shit. That's what they need in the locker room. And then WWE just wants another person to pop a one-time rating. So Punk's perfect for it. Because that's the secret everybody needs to know is he's going to pop a rating once for him like he did AEW and like he did before in WWE. But that's all he'll pop is one. Then it'll be just back to normal. Yeah. It's that thing, yeah, with the rumors of Punk flying and then you just read stuff on the sheets and it's just like you know it's just punk spreading the news himself or just trying to get the you know buzz and stuff oh, I, and then, I think he'll be back i think he'll come back i think it's pretty obvious that they're survivor they're series up for it yeah they're gearing up for it and i think that's i mean jesus that's i mean you couldn't have lucked out into a more perfect goddamn opportunity in chicago for survivor series and I mean, uh, also if they don't they're complete fucking morons and doesn't uh, help that uh, they're doing constant quotes that he's done previously, or you know, it's just like, oh, I was just I saying mean, that. It's, it's the same thing that AEW did in the summer of yeah. 2021. But I, Blink, I, I have blinking red lights, you know. I have a problem with it though, and I'll be honest with you guys, this is, it has nothing to do with AEW. I couldn't, you know, whatever. I don't care about that at all. But after all the shit that happened a decade ago, and after all the things he said. It bothers me he's going back there. He just comes across as such a fake-ass fool now. All those things he said, man, absolutely goddamn nothing. When he made the comment to uh, MJF, you go, you go. Not uh, even that. I mean, I'm talking about the shit he talked a decade ago. And then he continued the, to talk the entire time. The podcast and all that. And, 
Yeah. And now he's going to go yeah. back just because he didn't have a good time somewhere else. It just comes off as completely fucking fake. A hypocrite. I mean, it's the same as Hogan and Warrior and Bruno and Savage. They're all the same. No, no, because he, no, he was different, Joe. And dude, you know it, because you're a hardcore fan like I am. He was different. And now he's just like the rest of them. You're right now he is. He's a fucking hypocrite. So that part I have a problem with. I was always a big fan, but if he comes back there all fucking glad handy and all that, it goes down a bit. It really does. He was supposed to be the rare one, the, the different one, the guy who wasn't going to do that. That's what he sold himself as for all that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's gone. But and AW had, yeah, he will. Uh, AEW has Copeland, and uh, so we're going to get Christian versus Copeland probably at the next. What's the next pay per view? Uh, full gear. I the full way gear. that the way that whole shit played out to me, I think it's pretty clear we're going to get Darby, Sting, and Copeland against Christian, Dino, and Nick Wayne. That's my guess. Yeah, it's a, it's a six man tag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at the first it's one, just, and then. That's probably the best way to go to start with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I you can see that. Yeah. Uh, unless uh, Darby has a broken arm for <laughs> he was in a sling in his anyway. presser. Yeah, he wrestled wrestle anyway. anyway. Yeah. Doc said three months. Oh, I gave it. I I did it in a month. I'll be um, ready in a week. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. You know, Adam Copeland Edge. You know, I, I like the presser of them. Like we have Edge. He's like Khan's like hey 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 hey. It's like oh sorry, Adam Copeland. Yeah. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, they're very litigious up there. Yeah, um, they did the thing on Dynamite when they they opened the show with a promo with uh, Jericho and Omega, and Copeland interrupts them, and Omega's like, "Hey, you had me on the edge of my seat last week." It's like, I see what you did there. It was almost as forced as the Highlander fucking pun. Yeah, into a lost edge. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's see what you know. Adam Copeland does the rated R superstar. Uh, it's do, gonna you mean know? it's it's gonna mean nothing for ratings. Yeah, um, but it'll be good stuff probably. That's my guess. So did you, did you see that someone post like the video when he uh when Edge returned to do like a one of the talk shows and. Triple H is like the authority. He's like, dude, you didn't pop any numbers, so uh, you're, you're nothing. It's like we're back got, at it again. Got, gotta be true about it. He's never popped a number. I mean, I guess the one, but I mean, come on, you were you were offering free sex on TV, so uh, you know. Um, In all fairness, with With yeah, Lita, Lita, Lita popped that number, not Edge. Thank you yeah. for that. Yeah, I forgot who he did it with. No. She popped a few things that night. <laughs> so, um, let's move on to uh, Corey. You mentioned No Mercy. Did you watch it? I did watch NXT No Mercy. Go on. Um, I have decided that Booker T is a treasure on on commentary. Oh god. Oh I god. I just decided uh first of all it continued. I don't watch NXT, so I have an excuse. 
But I think that Booker T and I had the same amount of info going into this show. Uh, <laughs> Who's he this knew, guy? He knew nothing about what was going on in each fucking match. And he does the commentary every fucking week for two hours. Uh, so good. Calling people four-time champions, and then the guy with him, they'd be like, actually, he's a two-time champ. Book. And he's like, I know what, Sid. <laughs> like, what? Amazing. What was that? He didn't even Jesus, use a full Sid. Suckers got to know. I'm pretty sure that even though he does the commentary weekly, the, the Fatal 4-Way tag match had a team called Out the Mud. What? Yep, OTM, yeah. OTM. I'm looking at the wiki right now. A couple of uh, ginormous African-American wrestlers uh, out the mud. Uh, oh, it's like a, oh, Hold on, hold on. I'm going to need you to stop real quick. Yeah. They're two giant African-American wrestlers, and they're called out the mud? Yeah. Well, giant, I, I mean, they're, all, they're both well above 6'2". They're jacked, you know. Right. But um, they're big, large black men, and they're out the mud, this company. Yeah. Well, Never ceases based, to amaze me. Apparently, apparently, it's based off like Grand Theft Auto and shit. That, and the 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 guy that isn't Booker was trying to explain what out the mud is. It's like basically when you're out of the hood or out of the crap, and, and you're finally accomplishing something, which doesn't make it sound much better. But <laughs> yeah, they and they come to they come to the ring on a custom like lowrider bicycles. Oh, okay, like they're like they're Hunico and Camacho from ten years earlier. So, you're telling me the WWE came a black team, a ghetto gimmick? You don't yep. say. You yep. don't say. Oh, Uncle Bruce at it again. And and the fucking, the other commentator, who's actually not bad, he tried to serve <laughs> it up for Booker, drawing comparisons between Hardy uh, and Heat and this team in terms of their athleticism and whatnot. And, and Booker totally, he totally no-sold it. And tried to say Harlem Heat were more like the two like mafia type guys in the match. Of course, <laughs> I'm surprised not the Creed brothers. I was like, Jesus Christ, <clears throat> this guy is a gift that keeps on giving. Booker T, man, I swear. I'm gonna need you to Corey. I'm gonna need you to put together for the gimmick a best of Booker T on commentary. Oh my God, I bet I could find something somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, high, Look, it's highlighted my- by the video of him ordering fucking. DoorDash on the fucking <laughs> That or the book. Look, it's Blair Davenport. Who? Blair Davenport. Who? It's like, yeah. Yeah, you give us the best stuff. Uh, I, I definitely didn't watch the whole show. I watched a lot of the Becky... What the hell's her name? Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. I like Tiffany Stratton. That was a good match. She should have won. Match. She's really good. She should have won, but I think they're planning on using Becky to pop a couple more ratings on the next couple of NXTs. Isn't that what John you know? Cena's for? <laughs> so that when so that when contract time comes up for NXT, they can they can point to these ratings and go like, see, people love NXT. Well then fuck. Just put CM Punk on NXT. Fuck. You're just looking for the right. fences, look for the goddamn fences. Like, NXT did fifty five million people. Look, we have CM Punk versus John Cena and Iron Man match on NXT. <laughs> An hour-long Iron Man. Yeah, there you go. Jesus Christ. With Braun Breaker as the ref. Just to give him that a rub. I just I want to hear Booker T on commentary. Who is this tattoo looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Braun Breaker's getting the rub by taking on Corbin. 
Yeah, but Baron beat him. That too. That <laughs> too. Hey, There's Corey, that. you can't be pushed the top if you if you lose. I mean, you gotta lose to be pushed the top. In that company, yes. God damn it. Uh, they have a new NXT champion. Ilya Dragunov. So that does Hayes move up? Uh, it probably should or get off the pot time. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't uh, think he's got a good ch- chance. I, no. I turned it. I turned it off once Dirty Dom lost the title, and then he won it back three days later. Booker was so butthurt that Dirty Dom lost. Really, even though he's doing Trick Williams' theme music, like yeah, doing he was the, doing yeah. Trick Williams' theme the whole time. But then the match started, he was like all about Dom. He didn't like anybody else. <laughs> I just love Rhea chanting "Whoop that trick!" Just, just <laughs> fantastic. It was an okay show. It wasn't bad by any means, but a couple days later, I couldn't really remember anything specific. Yeah, uh, I, I only thing I remember was, was the. Uh, Dom losing, but then all of a sudden he got it back within uh that three days. So, um, what else? And we have Fastlane. That was this past week. Another show I watched. Where I have. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. I. I watched I'm half torn, of it. Man. I'm torn because I agree with Mike, and sometimes that there's too much action on the AEW pay per views. But there was too little on this one. Yeah. It dragged worse. Five, five, five minutes, and the small, the shortest match was ten minutes. There was only five matches on a three-hour show, mm-hmm. and they went yeah. the full three hours. Both companies they need to meet somewhere in the middle. Like there's like there's absolute chaos all the time on AEW TV, and so you're like like something's always happening. So that can be a plus. But like Russo with late ninety-nine, it's just a lot to remember. Like we remember trying to break down those nitros when there's seventeen segments yeah. and fifty-five work segments of shit in seventeen segments. Right. Yeah. We got to right. the point where but, we're like, it's John Cena versus the bloodline. Cena won, move on. Yeah. Like, but then like on WWE, it is just the most antiseptic, boring ass, professionally done television you're ever gonna watch. It's too clean for me, these shows. They're, it's too clean. It looks, it's so homogenized, and mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just like, come on, man, make a something of it feel real. Like, God damn. Like, this is just clean, and uh, uh, I just can't stand it. And their pay-per-views, like, this show was fine. There was nothing bad on the show. All the matches were good. It's just that you had to wait 20 minutes in between the matches. Mm-hmm. And by then, by the third match, you're kind of like, all right. I'm losing my fucking patience here. Yeah, it's it's that oh, stupid yeah. thing of like Peacock, and if you're not paying, you have to watch this commercial. And the funny thing is, like, I have I have Xfinity, and Xfinity's like, we're giving you a premium membership for the next two years, oh. and I'm like, okay, because that means no commercials. I get the highlight nope. the highlight nope. packages. <laughs> yeah, nope. And then the commercial. Yeah. It's like, nope, you got to do the plus. I'm like, I ain't spending another 10 bucks on you when I only watch you for either uh, wrestling events or if there's like a golf tournament that's on Peacock. Oh. To start, you know? So Joe's the one guy who still watches golf. Yeah, I'm the one guy. So still waiting for Tiger to make his return. 
Yeah, I was gonna um, say I never, I never fucking watch Peacock except for the premium live events. Yeah, same. Ever is that? Uh, and and golf is like, and the golf is really like the U.S. Open or PGA. Yeah, it's the either is one of the majors, and it's like, you know, eight a.m. to like eleven a.m. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like that's it. Then I, it's, uh, and it's on TV. So I watched from the start of the show. It's like halfway through the women's triple threat. And then I just kind of lost interest and gave up. I I heard the Seth match was pretty good, but I can yeah. yeah. Um It was I'm, fine. It was nothing it, great. It was fine. It just felt like I was watching a Raw. I was like, I, I don't need to watch this. <laughs> Turner, the highlight of the entire night was drunk ass Jey Uso and drunk ass Cody Rhodes on the press. Uh, so Jeez. they were great. They were great. And Triple H was actually somewhat entertaining Jeez. and insightful, but Jay was out of his fucking mind. Do you do you feel him, sir? Tony's like barking. What the fuck is going on? Are you guys surprised that Cody and Jay won the top? The top fuck no. Hell no. no. Surprise. Uh, it seems to be the, the the running theme of Cody's career is he just went tag titles with random ass people. <laughs> Well, it's that baby. funny thing because AEW uh, had collision and Fastlane was going at the same time and Big Bill and Ricky Starks won the tag titles on collision in a four minute squash. Oh yeah, they killed him. Uh, which I like. Uh, I like that. Because what's, what's what? Cash Wheeler is injured. So yeah. they need to get the belts off him. Oh, is he? Okay. So, and it was the I right saw, team to do huh. it. I, I yeah, saw it, someone it, tweet. It just puts them over really well. I, yeah. I saw someone. I saw someone tweet. Is he going to jail? Is that why he lost? Hey, hey, oh. Joe. What gun? Yeah, what? Right gun. Oh, he's okay. <laughs> and I didn't. Uh, yeah, okay. So he's hurt. Okay. Yeah, he's. But hurt, yeah, it makes so sense. It makes sense. Him. Put him over. And that's the make, team that make. I mean. Plus, you're trying to make Starks happy because his contract's up at the end of next year. And that's someone you want to keep, so I, they're gonna I, try to make him happy. I don't think I don't think, don't I don't think he might be saying. I, I do. don't see him leaving. I don't. I think he's I, perfect for that company. I think he is perfect for the company, but he's also a Cody guy. And if you notice, everybody who's leaving is Cody guys and women. With I mean, Max, Ma- that, that he was one of the top reasons she left. For sure. I mean, Max will be the test of that, right? Yep. Yeah, because uh, be Jade best. left. I mean, I'm not saying Punk and Cody are best friends, but Cody had a hand in Punk coming there. It's a big yeah. deal. So we'll we'll see, man. If Max leaves, and there's a there's a real Cody pipeline from AEW. Has <laughs> picked the wrong. Um, well, I don't know. I don't think he. I don't, I don't think he's the wrong side, but I just I don't know him. Not him. I'm thinking Tony picked the the elite over Cody, but I don't think that was even an option either. It's just no. I don't um, think Cody gave him a chance. I don't think Cody gave him the option. Um, uh, he I think when, he when the company started, we all were like, "Well, Cody is the first one to bounce. He's going like we all we all knew he was going yeah. back." Yeah, odd man it out in that way. It wasn't a secret by any means. Um, and then Booble, uh, you missed out that we talked about uh, in the beginning about how uh, in the six man tag Carlito returned and they changed his theme music and we're like, "And we're both out." Right. Yeah. Five seconds into his return, I'm out because they changed the music. And like, and it was, you know, the worst kept secret, like, you know, Edge coming in. Like, of course it was Carlito. Like, 
He still like, looks good, like, man. Oh, they made sure he was, to, he was gassed as fuck four minutes in. They made I mean, sure to uh, bring that out too. That he, you know, <laughs> he looks different now. Carlito was never exactly uh, an Iron Man worker in his crazy That's true. Prime. That's true. Um, Those apples were only for show. Like Carlito, like. Carlito, what, what, like what, go ahead. What a way to get over Lashley and Street Profits as this impressive new heel group, then to get jobbed out to Carlito. And you know what's so funny is like so you have the LWO and it's Ray and Santos and they're part of the LWO, but they get separate entrances. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Like come on, because yeah, they're not really a group. They're not really a group. Yeah, they're really not. And then you have Carlito coming out to his whatever theme music, and I'm like, and I'm out, and they and they lose. I'm like, and of course they do. Okay. Speaking of speaking of crap ass music, guys, I heard something before the podcast started. Someone Uh-oh. used that AI shit to have Taylor Swift do Drew McIntyre's old theme song. That's fantastic. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> it was a thing. Okay. I uh, um, I gotta tell you, my highlight of my of that show for me personally was Rhea uh, looking at Jay Uso the way I want her to look at me. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Oh my God. What was the fucking point of getting Jade Cargill on the pre-show and you do nothing with her the rest of the night? I don't like because no one's gonna watch. Like honestly, people aren't watching the pre-show, so that that played right? to zero audience. So that was interesting. Well, that's why they and showed also, her like three times. The thing that I that struck me as soon as she got out of that fucking giant SUV, I was like, oh, they just replaced. They have a bigger star, Sasha Banks. Yeah. Well, this company knows how to do few things with with each nationality and race. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, Jade Cargill, it looks like it probably will be should be known as Jade Cargill while you have Brian Pullman oh, Jr. Oh being uh what is it? Uh Lexus King. Lexus King. Hmm. Well, I mean, I in their in their defense, the last time a Pillman was on TV, they asked his crackhead mother how she was going to feed their children, so Right. Yeah, you know, you probably typical, should know with Pillman. <laughs> in typical WWE fashion, his his vignettes are about the fact that he's Brian Pillman's son. Yeah, right. That's they're not going to let him be Brian Pillman's son. <laughs> he's watching on top, of that, <laughs> on top of that, I agree with the guy on Twitter today. He said, bold move for a guy who's only, uh, who's only plus is that his name is Brian Pillman. Right. I, he's, you know... He, Fubal, they have him watching old WCW highlights and old and Cincinnati Bengal highlights. Jesus, dude, like, who the fuck watches Bengal games? My God, Lexus King. Lexus King does. He's a big uh, WCW uh, Bengal fan. It looks like, but like a very specific section of fandom. And like, like, it's not like it's Brian Christopher, right? Where the name isn't the same. His name yeah. is Brian Pillman. Yeah. That, that that's just stick and you're pulling it away <laughs> i mean it's not like he doesn't look like the guy or anything i mean jesus yeah. christ yeah. he looks just he like the... him he's fucking... yeah god damn i mean he's if not he gonna... does the raspy voice it's you know spot on <laughs> he's not gonna get it anyway he doesn't have it i thought he might at some point but he hasn't gotten he any better in six years no he doesn't he, he just it's not there which is fine like everybody has he it tried. like he just he, like, he tried. you can tell he you can tell he wants it and you can tell he's trying 
Don't worry, he'll be coming out wearing a suit on NXT saying how he's better than everybody. You know what it is? You know what it is? He's Dom. You can tell he wants it. You can tell he's working his ass off. And it took Dom until a heel turn and Rhea. Yeah. But, I mean, good luck. And by the way, in in these promos of... uh, for Mr. Uh, King, uh, he's also watching like highlights, or they're showing footage of second generations. So they're like, "Yep, he's Brian Pillman Jr." But we're not going to call him that. From Cincinnati, Ohio, Lexus King. Yeah, man, it's that a is jobber ass name. By the way, I don't care if yep. it's. I don't know if it's a if it's a T-bar. to his fucking. Family, that's great. Yeah, but it's a terrible name. It's uh, atrocious. It's almost as bad as Roxanne Perez's uh, fucking interview style on NXT. <laughs> I am Alexis. Ro- I am Roxanne Perez. I have always wanted to be a WWE superstar, and now I am here. I'm going to work my guts off. You will see a. It's like, come on. You. Nobody said you had to read the script like a fucking computer, like a like robot. Just go- Go to OnlyFans. We know that you want to just do that. Just go to that. <laughs> you do not understand what I am thinking. I will do whatever you, I have to do. <laughs> you know me. You don't know me. That's my purse. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, also at Fastlane, you had the triple threat women's match. Charlotte getting the spray within instant within the beginning of the match, but she ducked so much that it wouldn't be in her face at all. Well, of course she did. Oh. So first of all, I mean, I'm getting sick of this shit. I know you guys have to be too. You have a good one-on-one match with Ia and Asuka, but then just because apparently contracts, Charlotte is automatically just thrown into this fucking PLE. <sighs> we, we could have had a really great, for the first time, maybe on American television, Japanese women's wrestling match. And fuck that. Let's throw in the big blonde with the tits. Cool. Yeah, and you, know. you gotta know Charlotte Flair is going full on Hulk Hogan mode now that she's seen Tiffany Stratton put out. Uh, God she's damn gonna it, man. Like, she's gonna yeah. be in Tripp's ear. She's not ready for the primetime, yeah. brother. <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to Rhea Ripley is Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> yeah. They got Charlotte be- to focus somewhere else. <clears throat> Trips, I'm telling you, Triffany's not ready for primetime, brother. She's, she's she too there, dude. It, dude. She doesn't have it, dude. She's not Ken Nuff. Yeah. Um, then uh, we had Cena and Knight defeating the Bloodline. And, and an underwhelming uh, match. It was not yeah. good. Yeah. It uh, was paint by numbers. Yeah, uh, you know, John Cena... It's probably the greatest WWE superstar of our time. I that's an argument, but he's probably it, to be honest. He's the greatest he of all time. He does not have it. Yeah. It is gone. I loved, I loved his answer at the fucking press conference that caught everybody off guard. Where yeah. they're all like, so at the end of the strike, does that mean you'll be leaving? He's like, yep. Yep. Exactly and what he, we all said. <laughs> which, because, he, because what he said is that... uh. You know, if he's doing both jobs and he gets hurt doing wrestling, he's costing other people's jobs, and he doesn't want to do that. It's, it makes sense. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's true. It's, it's way to... I mean, it is true. It was also true when The Rock said it three weeks earlier. 
Yep, see. So, you know. Um, then the, uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have come across this, but for some reason, my feed was blowing up with someone saying how Dana Brooke could do run numbers around LA night. And, and I was just like, <laughs> what? Uh, what? Experienced any of that? In what? In what way? I mean, I just want you to pick one way in life she's better than LA Knight. Yeah, uh, a lot. Don't worry. A lot of the, a lot of the replies were she had ten years to do something and still hasn't. Um, let me see if like, I can find something. Yeah, like guys, uh, somebody like, somebody said how <laughs> yeah it came out was basically like yo Dana Brooke could run uh, circles around both Cena and LA Knight. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, guys, hate- not hate- everybody has to be employed all the time. It's okay. She I will be wrestling. just fine in life. Right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, like, I love CEO Punk probably more than anybody else on this podcast. If he never comes back again, I'm happy for the dude, man. If he comes back, I'll watch. If he doesn't, that's cool too, man. Like, you right. don't have to be here. It's fine. <laughs> All right, I found it. I found it. So Jesus. somebody posted. So somebody posted a the video of L.A. Knight, and it's the fuck is this shit? We're all hyping. Uh, we're all hyping him up. Dana could probably wrestle circles around him. <laughs> ha- having character and mic skills, and the crowd behind you does not equal good wrestler, aka the main point of WWE. Someone responded, "Is this uh, is uh, is good is good wrestler the main point of WWE though?" And then they responded, "Well, it's wrestling. I would hope so." As this Corey, you want to go first? You want me to go first? <laughs> Have they ever watched WWE? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, my good re- good wrestling hasn't been the point of that company since before Hulk Hogan started. Once Hulk Hogan yeah. started, that shit stopped. That's when it ended. Go ahead and school them, will you? <laughs> like, the second Hulkamania ran wild, all that mattered was the body you looked like and your mic skills and your character. Wrestling had absolute fuck all to do with it. I'm oh, on but- an island. I'm on an island on this. But most people think that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage is, a, is maybe the greatest match in the history of wrestling. I think it's overrated, but that's just me. But that shit was buried on that fucking card, and they didn't promote shit because the only thing that mattered on that match, on that card, was Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan, a match that was going to fucking suck bell to bell. Now, yeah. These internet morons have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. L.A. Knight, first of all, is a phenomenal wrestler. The company finally decided to let him be his character that he's so good at. But he can still he can wrestle bell to bell. You take away his shtick, he's a phenomenal wrestler. It has nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. If it had, if it was only about wrestling, John Cena wouldn't be the greatest of all time. That's true. Preach. And but I like this- John Cena. John Cena is very high in my top ten. He wouldn't be the greatest of all time in their company's opinion. Don't worry. Uh, this is a uh, uh, Zelina Vega. Enthusiast, not even a oh, Taylor Brook. <laughs> yeah, not even a Taylor Brook. Uh, but uh, Corey, would you like to tag in this? <laughs> I just can't believe some wrestling. You know what WWE is based on. Uh, well, God yeah. damn it, pal. <laughs> well, 
I mean, first of all, they took wrestling out of the name of the company. It's literally called WWE now. There's not even wrestling yeah. in the title. Entertainment. Right? Yeah. Idiots. And then Idiots. the main event was Shinsuke and uh, Rollins in a last man standing match. Yeah. Shinsuke, Shinsuke needs to show Asuka how to properly blow mist. I mean, she blows <laughs> just a tiny little amount. He he. It, he blasted a 64 ounce into Seth Rollins' face. <laughs> Sir, it didn't help that the six foot six uh, rest opponent ducked. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that shit just kept on coming, man. Uh, I was like, God damn, how much spray has he got? Charlotte yelled, she got a gun and then ducked. I thought I was watching one of those specialty movies I've seen before. Oh, oh, oh. It kept going yeah. and going. Yeah, it's uh, like, yeah, it can't dribble out of the mouth. It's got a spray <laughs> <laughs> it was a good match and it proved that in the right situation Shinsuke surprise surprise knows what to do and how to do it and uh-huh, just utilized him correctly shock and uh, all there right you know no. so then I guess like my question is like going forward like, what do they do with Rollins well they announced it at, uh, on Raw right now as we're recording it's going to be him and versus looks like the newly heel uh, Drew McIntyre at uh, Crown Jewel. God damn it. Good lord. Uh, it's copy. But but don't worry. It's that it's wrong. Uh, McIntyre's now the heel. Thinking and, this company doing what it does best, thinking outside of, but yet pressed firmly against the box. But don't worry. Uh, Dirty Dom <laughs> was going to cash in the money in the bank for Damian tonight, but. McIntyre stopped him. So <sighs> poor Dom. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't want a heel Drew McIntyre. Like I don't want that. Well, I don't think anybody wants that. Like, can Drew McIntyre, that Greek god-looking motherfucker, cut a heel promo? Like, what are we doing? Well, hopefully he loses the sword and then loses the countdown because oh, he's not doing he's that. Not, he's anymore. not losing any of that. That's marketing, baby. Especially the sword makes more sense as a fucking heel. <laughs> he's got a knife. Yeah, no. He's got a big fucking knife. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're not doing anything. Got it. Okay, just put it in the corner. Got it. And also, try- isn't Seth Rollins perpetually the heel? <laughs> In a way, exo facto. Oh, he's the face. Exo facto. Nobody knows. He's the baby <laughs> face because they're singing his song now. So you know. That company it, is know. very sing songy at the moment. Yes, they are. The only way they can tell if you're over is if somebody sings your song. Hey, the the Thanks. best thing the best thing Thanks. was last on SmackDown where uh, Cody runs in and uh. They cut his music so the rest of the crowd sings it until they get to the woe part. Thank God for Chris Jericho. Yeah. Right? If it wasn't for Jericho. <laughs> Inventing theme music. Well, he invented pro wrestling, rock and roll, and using rock and roll music in pro wrestling. So thank That's, God. It's impressive. It's impressive, really. Right? Who, who did that rock and roll express ever be? <laughs> Grizzly Adams did that, you know. Jesus Christ, dude. It is singing song. They gotta, like, stop. Like, I mean, Jesus, dude. He was unique when it was one, but it's like five different people in WWE. <laughs> Did you guys see that video? It was on Twitter. 
that Cody Rhodes has had a woe with everything. He's like, yeah, Whoa! yes, he has. <laughs> Which is so fantastic. Every single one he's had a woe. Even Stardust. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, then when there was the roads and stuff, yeah. Cody Rhodes playing chess. Yeah. All part of the plan. Um, Joe. Yo. <laughs> I just uh, forgot something. Yes. Bound for Glory is this weekend. Oh, is it? Yeah. Now, I haven't been paying attention, so can you do me a favor? Yes. Pull it up and let's see what the card looks like. Awesome. awesome. Okay, hang on. I have no idea. Corey, while he's doing that, funny you should bring that up. Do you know what came on my Facebook memories like four days ago? No. Was the very last MP- or, uh, TNA branded show. Oh, yeah? And the headline was like, because I, I stared it to you and Joe that day it happened. It was like, whatever happens this Sunday at Bound for Glory, TNA will end because it was becoming Impact. <laughs> Okay, like, is this it. is this the end of the company? Like, no, nope. <laughs> I got two. I got it here, but the, there's two matches I would eh, I would watch. All right, Wait, there's only there's like hold on, there's only two matches. No, 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 no. there there's seven. But if okay. I would watch okay. this show, there's two matches I would watch. So and these first uh, five are not any of them. Uh, <laughs> the tag for the tag team Impact Knockouts World Tag Team Championship. What? <laughs> That's the, a lot of words. Yep. Uh, is, this, is, this, is this DDT? Yeah. Uh, for the Impact Knockouts Tag Championships, MK Ultra of Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich taking on Deanna Peraza and Tasha Steele. Hold on. Is Killer Kelly Kelly Kelly? No. no. Better. Okay. No, Killer fuck. Kelly. Hey, no, no. That team with her and Masha Slamovich, it's kind of cool because they're like, remember that tattoo song, all the things she said? Yeah. Remember, remember that music video? Their tag team is yeah. pretty much that music video. Hell yeah. Shout, shout out to Victoria. You're not sure if they're going to start just fucking scissoring in the middle uh, of the ring? But... Masa Slamovich yeah. is a fucking phenomenal name. Yep. I, th- I, think, she's like the Lexus King. G- I think she's the current GCW heavyweight champion. Well, oh, never mind. I take all of that. Yeah. <laughs> never Got mind. That going. Got that going. Uh, no sell. Yeah, no, no sell. sell. Got it. All right, uh, the tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. This is Chris Bay's Feaster Fired Cash In match as it's the <laughs> Rascal. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> Don't hold worry on. about it. Hey, hey. No, this was a cool gimmick from back in the day that they brought back for the thousandth episode. They have a battle royal, but there's <coughs> there's four briefcases on poles above the ring, right? And you have to grab one and take it. And then it's yours, kind of like Money in the Bank, but with four of them. Uh-huh. And inside one is a guaranteed world title shot. Inside another is a guaranteed X Division title shot. Inside another is a guaranteed tag title shot. And inside the fourth one, you're fired. It's a pink slip. <laughs> that five Jeez, guy. Jesus. You know? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 Ramora got the fired. Now he's just five guys. <laughs> God damn it. So, hey, this match has consequences, damn it. Yep. Uh, All right, so we my have. Bad, my um, bad. We have the for the tag temp championship. It's the Rascals of Trey Miguel and Zachary Rents taking on Rents. ABC of uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay, who are a phenomenal team and part of the Bullet Club. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think ma- about what do you guys think about Michael Cole just dropping Bullet Club on TV all of a sudden? Uh, uh like Corey Graves said, gotta 
Go get that trigger cred, Michael. Uh, well, you can tell Vince is not really in charge like day to day anymore because there's no way that shit's allowed. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. That um, the reports nope. going around is that, huh? I'll say, however, Michael Cole, Cody Rhodes was never the leader of Bullet Club. Uh, I was going to bring that up. I was like, that doesn't sound right. There's Omega at the time. Um, <coughs> but reports going around that Triple H, it were the endeavors 99% behind Triple H running the show going forward creatively. Good. So, so what's um, next? Now? Uh, uh, next, our next match is call your shot. Gauntlet It's a 20 person intergender. Call your shot. Gauntlet. The winner receives a trophy and a contract. They can invoke any time within one year for a championship match of their choosing. Oh my so, God. Uh, Guys, hold on. When is this pay-per-view? Uh, Either Friday or Saturday, one of those days. We might need to watch this shit. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it is on... Uh, it's on fight. You, you liars, on the 21st, you fool. Is it Sunday? It's next week. Oh, that's, oh well, we'll just get through it. Uh, we'll get through it anyway. Uh, our next match is the <laughs> Knockouts World Championship. It's Trinity versus Mickey James. Nope. Hard no sell. God All right. damn. X Division Championship, Chris Saban versus Kenta. Oh, God. Oh, Broken Jesus down fuck. Kenta going to be in America. <laughs> God. Oh, by Chris the way, Saban you want... to wrestle Wait. quarter speed. That's the X Division? Yeah. yeah. Fuck me. My almighty have fallen. <laughs> do you want, by the way, you want to know who's in the um, Call Your Shot match so far? I would love to know. Okay. Um, Jake something. <laughs> That's literally his name. Yeah, I know. Champ- it's just, it makes me laugh Champ- every time. Champagne sh- Sing. I don't know. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Shira. Mahabali yep. Shira. Uh, Dirty Dango. Ben Dango. Oh, yeah. Eric Young. Of course. Jordan Grace. Yeah. Uh, Kayleen King. She was on AW. Um, yep. Jody Threat, Brian Myers, and uh, Bully Ray. Well, there's a winner. (laughs) There's a smorgasbord of big-time talent, I'll tell you. Yep. Uh, Our next two matches, these are the matches I said I would watch. It's just a singles match here, as it's going to be Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey. Yes, I I would watch that. How is that on impact? (laughs) Right. How did this happen? And Don Callis will be with uh, Will Ospreay. Didn't and we then, watch uh, Ospreay, Zach Sever, uh Mike Bailey match? Maybe. I think London, a few maybe? years ago. I think so, yeah. Yeah, few years back. Or so. yeah, yeah. And then the main event is for the Impact Champ- World Championship. Alex Shelley versus Josh a- Alexander. That'll be fucking great. Those two, those top two matches are fucking top tier. The rest yeah. of it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of it is hot fucking garbage. It reminds me of like WrestleMania 1. It's the 21st, (laughs) so it's not this upcoming Saturday. It's the next Saturday, so yeah. You can definitely Um, tell what's drawing the card. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Uh, So good luck. I mean, the the main event's going to be good, but good luck following Will Ospreay and Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah, right? That seems like a bad idea. Especially with uh, Alexander returning from his injury. So, um, I saw, 
Hold on, Corey. I thought he, I thought, wasn't he like out of contract or something? Did some weird shit happen with him? He resigned while he was in there. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He wants to be there. He wants to try to help it grow. He's committed to the cause. Yeah. So then the uh, last thing is just the big news of this week. Guys, uh, the Tuesday Night Wars is happening this upcoming Tuesday as it's uh, Title uh. Tuesday for AEW because they have to move back a day. And then NXT is like, well, you're on our show. I will bring uh, Oscar <laughs> over. I'll bring Cody over. I'll bring John Cena over. And I'll bring The Undertaker over and, and Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. And the first hour or first half an hour is commercial, commercial free. free. Yep. And then AEW <laughs> has returned with a we're due 10 minute overtime lapse. Um, They're going to get killed. Uh, but it's not so much what's on NXT because most of those guys aren't actually doing anything. They're just going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the. I mean, they've got all the dressing, but they're not telling you what the you know what's actually happening. Um, uh, but the fact that they changed days, it's the 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 show that has to be on a different day is so far behind the eight ball to begin with. Yep. That, mm-hmm. Good luck. And uh, they're going to get killed. I mean, you know, the big backs they're promoting isn't for a title, so title Tuesday just kind of out the window as it is. <laughs> but uh, I'm all for a Brian Danielson versus Swerve Strickland match though. I mean, uh, so that he, for sure, but, you know, Ed versus yeah, so, Dino, or sorry, Adam Copeland versus Dino, I, you know. So here, here are the matches that they, uh, uh, here are the matches that they're announcing for Title Tuesday. There's only two title matches on the card. Um, so we have Adam Copeland versus uh, Luchasaurus. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. We got time, baby. We got time, baby. Corey, have you listened to the drive through yet? Which one was that? What'd they cover? Uh, Wrestle, uh, the Wrestle Dream media scrum. Yes. And then, okay. yeah. So, which side are you on the bet? Because Cornette and Brian last have a bet for $10 that either Luchasaurus is going to kick the fuck out of Edge and, and hurt him, or miss so badly because he's trying to protect him. It's going to, like, pokey as fuck. Oh, I think he's going to miss him. I think he's going to try <laughs> so hard to use kid glove. It's such a great bet. <laughs> it's, I, have, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world for that to be his debut match, given who he's feuding with. But at the same yep. time, I'm like, I don't know if I'd have stuck him in there with Luchasaurus night one. Maybe, but, hey, maybe uh, Nick uh, Wayne would have been a better yeah. option. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's pushing. Me. Because just think about that, right? If it had been Nick Wayne, Nick Wayne could be crazy and bounce all around for him. And just think of how Nick Wayne would sell a spear. Yeah, that'll be in two weeks or so when he, you know, when they, when he has to go through all the minions to get to Christian. If, if he makes it through Luchasaurus, it'll be in two weeks. That is true. Um, then we also have the for the women's world championship, Soraya versus uh, Sheeta again. <sighs> and then uh, for our next, they need they need something for the women's division badly. Uh, they're death. They are. Try to find fucking human growth hormones for fucking Mercedes to get her fucking healthy. Right. Jesus Christ, dude. They're My calling God. Cena. They're calling Cena. What's your training regimen? How the fuck you come back so quick? Call Mercedes. They, they need an injection of star power in that division like you wouldn't fucking believe. Or, uh, hear me out, just fucking push Tony Storm. 
Yeah. Timeless. I, mean, I personally Fantastic. live by the motto now of chin up, tits out. Watched it shoot. Did you? Did you? Timeless Tony Storm is fantastic. Did you, yep. you? Did you guys see her script for the match? Yep. No. It was okay. She, it was hilarious on Collision because Ian Riccoboni was on commentary instead of Kelly because he was in Japan. And she hands out scripts to the to the ref, to the cameraman, to her opponent, mm-hmm. to the announce team. And Riccoboni's like, "It says here she's supposed to win in like five seconds. What? What is happening here?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the you know good luck you know uh good luck good luck good luck to the ref and then yeah then it's just like i should have won in seconds and timeless like i like i i hope she keeps this gimmick up for when jamie hater comes back and she's like doing this shit and hater just looks at her like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> right and you know that she's now now here from our sponsors and we cut to commercial with her yeah you she know, sends them to break now she sits on yeah. the outside of the ring she's like uh, Let's have some words from our lovely sponsors. Yeah, I don't. Uh, picture. I don't watch Collision because why would I know? Uh, but I seek out anything Tony Storm does. It is oh, fucking so phenomenal. It's so good. Uh, the other uh, title match so far for uh, Title Tuesday is uh, Ray Phoenix taking on John Moxley for the International Championship. <laughs> well, Moxley that's, get that belt back. Yeah, that's <laughs> just Moxley getting that belt back because he had that concussion. Yep, I'm gonna take it back. I'm guessing. Uh, uh, I'm guessing there'll be no dies or uh, tombstones this match. <laughs> uh, it'll be a roll-up. Um, we have uh, Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page. That'd be a good match. Yep. Wouldn't, we have. Uh, I would maybe save that for pay-per-view, but hey, you know. I you know. <laughs> should we should we save this match for pay-per-view f- for some reason? Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Chris Jericho. Oh, I know. I, 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 Hobbs better <laughs> fucking kill him. Uh, he won't. Yeah, I know. That's gonna then, be uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be fifteen minutes, which is eight minutes too long. And Jericho's gonna beat him with a shitty looking Judas or Cobra, whatever the fuck he uses out for a finisher. And then, like you guys said, we have Swerve Strickland taking on uh, oh. Brian Danielson. So we didn't cover it. Uh, is there any doubt whose house it was in Seattle? Uh, no. I mean, Darby got a pop, not like that. Swerve's house. Oh, he's going to be world champ. Christ. He's going to be the world champ there. My God, WWE. That's one of their more colossal fuck-ups. You know the part that's fucked up? You know where I'm going. The night he wins that world title, there's going to be people on fucking Twitter going, man, I wish they'd just let him go back to WWE where he'd actually be used better. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That dude, oh, my God, like. Uh, I got a feeling I'm getting, as the days go by, I'm getting more and more worried that Max is going to leave, which is going to be unfortunate because he's not, he's too real for WWE. And missing out on a Swerve Strickland NJF title program is just going to be a travesty. Oh, I would enjoy the the promos. Because, like, MJF could go with anybody, for sure. I'm not saying Swerve can compete on the mic with MJF because there's nobody on earth that probably can. But Swerve is a different kind of promo than MJF has ever had to go against. And I would l- fucking love it, dude. Back in 06, 07, 08, maybe yeah. even later, when Cena had his fastball, yeah. could he go in with MJF promo-wise? Uh, yeah, because John Cena is the only one, until they gave Roman Reigns leeway, that allowed him to actually grow a promo. 
Yeah. So he's the only one who had practice ad-libbing or, you know what I mean? And because yeah. Cena did the thing that MJF also does, which is be a little self-deprecating, like he hits you with the joke before you could hit him with it. But like MJF, he is not afraid to go there and be very, very shooty and real. Ask Roman and ask Austin Theory. You and uh, like, because I mean, we agree, I think, but nobody likes to give Cena that win against Rock at eleven when he slaughtered the Rock on the mic. Like, oh no, he absolutely week by week owned him. Uh, that Cena against this MJF. Oh boy. I could not believe how lame Rock was that time. I was like, Jesus. Like Jesus. that first that first promo was okay. Like it wasn't bad. But then like ever after that it was just the same shtick and Cena just fucking eviscerated him. Yeah. It was embarrassing after a while. Yeah. Especially when um, he had the crib notes on his fucking wrist. Oh yeah. my god, and Cena calling that out. See, that's <laughs> like that. Like, that's the shit Max would do. Like, that shit. Yeah. Oh. So you have that for AEW. Then NXT, you're doing... Cena is going to be in a corner for Hayes. Heyman's going to be in Breaker's corner. Uh, so Asuka's let's, let's, taking... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, dude, gotta let, let's talk about the shit. Okay. First of all, so what they're giving you is a match you've seen 6,000 times before just with people standing in the corner. <laughs> yep. I've been yep. getting in every corner. Oh, yep. <laughs> So again, this this company is great at what they do, but when you break it down and look at it, you're like, how is this working? I honestly, uh, honestly, honestly, I think it's because there is no risk, like for television partners, like they know exactly what they're gonna get. Like they don't ever really, even when they pop a rating, it's not like an insane pop of a rating. Like it's noticeable, but it's not attitude era crazy, right? Yeah. So it's very safe for for partners. Like, and if they're gonna have anything go off script, or, you know, or quote unquote off script, they let the partners know ahead of time. So it looks crazy to the viewers, but the partner, like you know, the TV networks, know what's coming. So it's a very safe bet. We're like AEW. I mean, you give Moxley a live bike, and fuck only knows what's gonna happen with it. Mm. <laughs> um, the new match they're gonna give you is a uh, Roxanne Perez taking on Oscar. Why? Um, <laughs> yeah. Why? Yep. Oscar, um, I know you are tough, but I am ready to fight you. I will do is. whatever it takes to come out victorious. I am Robocop. Uh, Tyler Bates teaming up with the Brawling Brutes to take on Gallus in a pub rules match. I okay. Does it say why, Dad? They can't go to the bar. Yeah. And then Cody Rhodes has a big announcement. Okay. That's all I got. That's all I What's got. that going to be? What's that going to be? Adrenaline. It's not in his soul. That's what it's going to be. I. My guess. Like, what are they doing to the Dusty Cup? <laughs> yeah. Is that, the, is that the taxi one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's something, I guess. I, man. That show should be built around Elliot Dragunov. Who's not even mentioned. Oh, yeah. He's not, he's, not even, he's not even there, which is just... Man. Oh, no, he's feuding, he's feuding Baron Corbin now. That's cool. what they did with him? They gave him Baron Corbin? Yeah, because Corbin beat him last time uh, they wrestled. So they're God just... almighty. 
here, we're going to give you the belt. Like, if you're I know, I know Ilya Dragunov is small. I know. But, dude, he's so good. Jesus. <sighs> so good, and then seven chase like you take on a guy that's like 16. Yeah. Just like accentuate the fact that he's tiny as shit. Let's just point right. it out. So if like God. if he loses, which he should, you just beat your champ. And if he wins, you're like, well, this tiny nothing beat that giant dude. What are we doing? Oh, God. Hey. Adrenaline. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff. But again, what, what, what's Crown Jewel? November sixth or something? Early November. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crown oh, there's Jewel. Not, there's no, so there's nothing till November. Nope. <laughs> Crown. Yeah, Crown Jewel noticed, is no, November fourth. Okay. No, no, WWE does their pay per views like the very early beginning of the month now. It seems like. And always on Saturdays now, right? It's yep. on a Saturday, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rollins and McIntyre, and there was rumors of Cena and Roman, but I don't think that's happening. Um, Hope it does happen, because they're probably just sacrifice L.A. Knight in his place. And once you have Roman beat him, which you know what happened, there goes him. Yeah. And, I, I mean, Cena doesn't have it, so you might as well get that shit out of the way. Like, and, and earn that payday from Saudi. And I'll, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a bad, I mean, it's a big match, I guess. Especially for them. They'll love it, but... Yeah. And they don't necessarily always think of us like the regular viewers mm-hmm. with these Saudi shows, so... Really they try to bring back Yoko. They try yeah. to bring back Yoko and uh, Warrior and... Yeah, like the, like, the Saudi shows are what people accuse AEW, like, wrestling group of being, right? Like, these, like... yeah. Mark ass rematches. That's what these Saudi shows are. They are literal like Mark time buys for dream matches. To me, it's like fucking weird pay per views in Bizarro World. <laughs> Man, the first couple of years you just got retired superstar versus retired superstar to fucking nowhere. Goldberg against Taker, and they almost kill each oh, other. Oh, that match, Mike. That we might have to revisit that argument. That. That is in the conversation for being worse than Hogan versus Warrior at Halloween Havoc. It's in Ooh, the conversation. You know what? We might have to, because that was a god fucking I mean, Brock, or, uh, <laughs> Hogan Warrior, all time, for sure, the worst match. But that Goldberg-Taker match, my god. We might have to do a uh, back-to-back watch-along in person and just oh my god. see what we get. Yeah. Some, we don't need some hard liquor there. <laughs> don't put- don't put that on. Uh, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, but yeah, uh, busy week. Anybody, hold on. Busy- Anybody out there in No Cell Land? You got any other matches you think will be in that conversation as the worst match ever in wrestling? Hit us up. There's only one other one I can think of. Yeah, that yeah. would be Seth Seth Rollins versus the Fiend Hell in a Cell. I, I can I I got one on I got one on me. Okay, go ahead, Jugs. I got one too. Uh, we're going back to the Saudi, and uh, oh god, DX yep. versus the Brothers of Destruction. So, uh, but yeah, maybe because like, which one of them got hurt in ten seconds of the match? Triple H. Triple uh, H. Triple H. Kane yeah. lost his mask three times. Remember uh, Sean going to the back? Missed it by that much. 
The one that stands out to me is maybe being in the argument, although I don't think it's quite on that level, would be the Kettle from Hell match. Oh, oh that yeah. was bad, too. No, that was yeah. bad. Just dogs pissing and shitting all over the <laughs> ring area. Well, well, maybe in a week or two, uh, we can uh, do some deep dives on some bad matches. But, uh, Ugh. God. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Remember when we did matches weekly and I did some bad ones and I was frowned upon? Now look at you guys. Now you're like, let's just watch bad ma- matches. Oh, I watch, I'm, looking, I'm watching specific bad matches for a reason, Joe. Not just because you're bored and want to watch fucking Jusha Thunder Liger lose to a mop. Hey, man. I, I don't, five stars, baby. <laughs> Haters going to hate. Remember that old video, Joe, of uh, watching Jushin Thunder Liger? go into the other wrestlers' bedrooms and trying to pin them while they're sleeping. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was awesome. And of course, Tanahashi, even while sleep, kicks out at two. <laughs> Just oh. instinctively, he's like, nope. <laughs> Corey, did you pop when MJF said he was a Jewish small dragon? Yep. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Which is why like him trolling New Japan is so beautiful because he's clearly a fan. That, oh my god, it's so great. Overmarked indie. Oh. Jewish Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> Ultimo Dragon! You, you know, I you guys set me up for like a, a bad transition to end the show these past like three times, and it just doesn't help me with this, uh, you know, transition. But Well, I believe you, in you anyway, Joe. Oh, thank you. Joe, you know, I support, I, Joe, I support your transition. Thank you. And believing and supporting makes me want to say, go get your tickets now for Pow Pro Wrestling Bumping the Nights Part 2, Dig Your Grave. Again, it's this week, so get your tickets now. As uh, I, You know what? What I'll do is I'll post this show early enough. Start getting your tickets, like, right now. PowProWrestling.eventbrite.com. Uh, PowProWrestling.com. And, and Joe. Yes. It was on theme earlier. If you like Friday the 13th, what else can you do? Oh, yes. The following Transition Jones over there. Transition yeah. Jones with the setup. There it is. Uh, uh, um, or are you? As the following week, they, where is it? The art house. God damn it, Joe. You killed You set me up. You up. This is why we traded Damian Lillard. You fucked it up. You know, about that, I'm okay, you know. Our house after know. dark, god damn it. <laughs> October 20th. I, go on, Corey. Joe, you're fired. God, I fucking god found it right it. here. Our house after dark. EugeneArthouse.com <laughs> slash Friday the 13th as they're starting off this showcasing the best in retro horror and cult films starting October 20th at, uh, for our Art House After Dark. At the uh, uh, and they're starting with Friday the 13th. Get your tickets now, eugeneartshouse.com uh, forward slash Friday the 13th. Are we happy? Are we good? Are we good? You're fired, Todd Pentagill. You're fired. <laughs> We're gonna walk off this thing. You can go to nosaentertainment.com. You can find all the things we do for you. You can find us on the social medias Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord. No cell entertainment. Uh, For Joe hooked big, on Fox. 
Hooked on Fox. <laughs> Big Trouble Little Podcast is coming soon. The uh, other guy is, you know, stalling. Uh, allegedly. Coming out, allegedly. It's coming. It's starting soon. So, Again. Okay, Joe. What starts first? That show or the return of the Max blog? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, you know, good old JR, the Larry Zabisco of No Cell Podcasting. He's doing nothing, and it's still the Larry Zabisco. <laughs> when men were men and women, shut the hell up. And by the way, Make you can get sandwich. tickets. You can follow Our House After Dark to get your tickets for Friday <laughs> the 13th at eugeneourhouse.com forward slash Friday the 13th. Put those dashes in those words. And uh, like always, you can listen to all of your podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Fuck the Huskies.